J didn't really have I, I don't think he really had a rival I think it's sad that he didn't no but yeah that's what I'm saying that's the reason why people call him the greatest because he basically had no one to compete with one of my biggest takeaways is just the guys that <laughs> MJ stopped from winning the ring practically like there mm. are big time Hall of Famers big time players who all deserve big rings time. in their own right that big haven't time. won rings you get what I'm saying I even ranked them I actually ranked them I put number one Carmelo you want to talk about like this overall greatness in it, the overall package that includes rings whatever you want to call it in it bruv LeBron is not the GOAT fam. like and that is it's, it's clear like it, for me there's no debate in it Jordan is the GOAT yeah. Eyes on the ball. Alright, you already know where it is. It's your boy Big Belly Dans and Daz EOTV coming with that unfiltered, unprocessed, un un unbiased anything unbiased podcast eyes on the ball. And we're coming with a very big episode today. The last dance takeaways, Michael Jeffrey Jordan, one of the greatest sport and documentaries. Hey, that's MJ, that man. That's watched. MJ. Michael Jeffrey Jordan. That's, that's our respect, bro. No, no, these guys are going to be mad. Oh, my but, day. But, yeah, we're literally going to be diving deep into the meat of the, the documentary. We're also going to be, obviously, talking about LeBron. Literally, when it comes to Michael, everyone has to mention LeBron. So, we're going to also mention LeBron. And we're going to speak about the rest of the league. Who else we think? Um, would make our Mount Rushmore's, our personal Mount Rushmore's. Obviously, I know you must have heard a little voice in there. We got one of our favourite guests back on again. For what is this your third time now? This is, this is my third go round. Not even a guest feet. anymore. You're not even a guest anymore. What three? I'm a household name. <laughs> <laughs> but before we introduce him, Darren, Daz, give him something. Give him something. Um, yeah, man, I'm definitely looking forward to. The, let me get the toothpick out of my mouth. Get myself ready. You know what I'm talking about. But yeah, um, I'm definitely looking forward to this episode. I see that. Um, I see that thing in the background, Josh. Don't worry about that. But yeah, I'm definitely <laughs> looking forward you to see this the wallpaper, episode, bro. Man. Yeah, man. <laughs> yeah, definitely arms, looking bro. forward to it. For me, you know, I don't want it to be about LeBron Jordan. However, I'm happy to debate with you, Josh, it, considering it you be a, hate LeBron, LeBron for some Jordan reason. The same <laughs> Stop doing that. I, I, it looks like I'm going to have to be a mediator today, but I'm obviously going to be giving my takes as well. It should be a good episode, and I just want it to be a clean, oh, a clean, oh. fair fight, guys. I've got a I literally just said that I don't oh, want man. it to be a fight, but listen, mate, I'm always ready to rumble. Of course you don't, because you're a LeBron <laughs> fan. You don't, don't want to fight. Wow, wow. Passive aggressive guys. All right, cool. First segment is obviously the first five minutes is going to be um, catered towards just talking about the last time. Everything you want to talk about, Michael Jordan. And obviously, we're going to give the floor to our. Main man, Jeff, Josh, give him something, JK. Yo, what's going on, people? It's your boy, JK, here. Um, please be back, please be back. So, yeah, watch that. I should dive straight in, yeah? Yeah, just dive straight in. Anything you... Something that... It's like, main takeaway, isn't from, it? A big takeaway, yeah. Your main takeaway. Yeah. Um. All right, so, my main takeaways, I think the first one is, I feel like... Brother, hats off to the um, producers of this doc, man. And yeah, man. Um, sure. I feel like... For people like us, yeah, who didn't grow up watching Michael Jordan, we've kind of just, like, grown up on hearing stories or, like, watching highlights or whatever, innit? Mm-hmm. For me, that was, like, enough for me to kind of make my own judgment, yeah. But I feel like this documentary, like, encapsulated who Michael Jordan was, in it, 
the whole mm. mystique around him. Um, they left no stone unturned. Um, and like, yeah, bro, it's just like it, it just cements who Michael Jordan was in it for us, man, that weren't around at that time, innit? 100%. So hats off to them, man. Um, I've been watching like various like interviews um, with the producers and the the episode when Jordan said break when he was talking about um I think it was it was episode eight, I believe it was yeah, when, when he had the break the in it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they were saying like that was when they recorded that, that was forty five minutes into their first ever sit down. Yeah, 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 yeah. And they were just surprised about how because with Michael Jordan they weren't sure whether he'll be like emotionally available to some things. And whether he'll be able to like open up about some other stuff, mm, but um, yeah. they were like, "How forty-five minutes in, man was already like showing like another side in it. I didn't expect it." Yeah. So yeah, bro. Um, like we're just uncensored, isn't it? That's what I loved about it. Mm. Um, another thing I I really enjoyed about it was this. This this isn't to do with the documentary per se, but to do with like the the team. Um, Phil Jackson. Um, Boy. Obviously, like we all. Recognize him as uh, one of the greatest, like coaches, the ever, greatest coach, but, the but, greatest but, coach. But, but for me, yeah, obviously, for, for me, he is in it. But obviously, some people put him two or three, whatever. I, I don't care in it. But um, for me, just what amazed me about Phil was his people management. And I was yeah, talking to Daniel yesterday. Like, if you really think about, it, yeah, when it comes to athletes and their off the field antics, like the media. Um, they put so much pressure on them to say, okay, cool. If they if they do this outside of of their sport, then it's going to affect them inside their sport, right? Mm-hmm, yeah. And I feel like with a, with an enigma like Dennis Rodman, you would kind of put the same fate to that. But I feel like Phil was just a genius. Bro. It was like, listen, this guy, you can go and do what he wants, but it's not going to affect his play the next yeah. day at all, win it. And I feel like it's only someone that has a good like not not necessarily a, a good sense of character. But just enough to deal with people in it that can give Dennis Robin that kind of room in it to yeah. in it. And he, he didn't just do that with Dennis. We, he, he's coached um, big egos his whole career, bruv. Yeah. He had Jordan and Pippin. He had Shaq and Kobe. Do you know what I'm saying? So he, he's someone that is not just a fluke in it. He generally knows how to manage the team in it. Yeah. I feel like when um, the, document, uh, the documentary, them delving into Phil's um, like methods and the yeah, whole yeah, even yeah. the last episode about how they wrote it better and and it. That, yeah, yeah bro yeah. like it really just opened my eyes in it um so that was sick and i think my last takeaway just before i'll let you guys go in in the bruv, i'm gonna i need to go back and watch it in it but i think just because the last episode was recent my memory i'll just focus on that yeah but i i'm glad that they ended at six even though jordan said he wanted to go for seven the reason being is because one I don't know if they would have, like, I don't know if they would have been able to go for seven in it. Even though the, the following season was an absolute shambles. Yeah, like, it was a yeah. The league, yeah? yeah. Yeah. I just don't, like, because they, you know, it's mentally, yeah, when you, I'll give you an example in it. So, like, when I go for runs now, yeah, and I'm on, like, the final kilometer um, of my run, yeah, mm. in my mind, th- that's the finish line, isn't it? You get it? So, like, I, put in everything I can for that last kilometre. Nah, facts, facts. Someone then said to me, as soon as I finished that kilometre, hold on, bro, there's one more to go. Mentally, I'm going to be like, what the hell? Like, it's just going to be defeating, isn't it? Yeah, for yeah. So, in as much as Jordan says, and, and I know for Jordan, he would have been calm with doing one more, yeah? But for the other teammates, I don't know whether they would have had the capacity to carry on going, in it? You have to remember as well, Scotty wasn't even happy with the organisation, so what, is he going to be underpaid for another year? And again? he was out of contract. Yeah. 
Exactly, bruv. Steve Kern, that man there, they're going to be happy to do it one more year again. And the thing where, even if like, you are able to get bits and pieces to go on for the seventh um, try, people will always have the recency effects. The yeah. last season that happened is the one that people are going to have fresh in their memory, innit? So for yeah. me, I'm just glad that they left it on a high kind of thing, even though Jordan is frustrated that they could have gone on for more, innit? But, um, yeah, bruv. So, like, the, just the whole mystique around that Bulls team, yeah. um, the fact that they just left in their primes, I think is better than going for seven, in my opinion. Even though they, they may have won seven, but on the flip side, they may have not won seven. So. Yeah, I yeah. agree with you. Yeah, I hear that. I agree with you for sure. I think um, that's where the mystique is, fam. They won at the bit. Since the, they basically dominated the entire 90s, innit? They won. As oh. soon as the 90s began, they won three in a row. Bang. Jordan takes yeah. a little break. They still do well without Jordan. Jordan comes back, they win another three in a row. I think it just oh. is... Someone, uh, I listened to someone, they spoke about the symmetrical aspect, which is fair, like back-to-back three-peats, that's special. Um, yeah, man, I don't... And I, I agree with you as far as... Um, I'm not confident that they could have gone seven. Like, they would have met up with um, Tim Duncan and David Robinson in that finals, and they ain't got big guys that can match up with, with those two big guys. Um, I think that's a good matchup for the Bulls, though. But that's, pers- that's me personally. Yeah, yeah I I need, I'd need to look more at the um, Spurs roster, isn't it? But, I, but as far as Tim and yeah. David, like, that, that's a bad matchup. I think, for I think, those I guys. think it was this. Was. Um, was Pop coaching that season, yeah? Yeah, yeah. Pop was the coach. Because I think it was it was the season after. Because Pop, in Pop's first season, they were going to fire him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The yeah. season following that, they won. So that was that was that season. So it would have been a nice matchup. Though. Nah, it would have been a crazy matchup. But um, yeah, I agree with you, man. That's how they kept the mystique. The fact that Jordan just rode off into the sunset, basically still was the best player in the world, coming off a championship and retired again. That's like the mystique. It's like no one basically took yeah, it off the yeah. mountain. Um, as far yeah. as the, the Phil Jackson point, I just need to hammer that down so much more, man, because for me, for Phil it, Jackson is, is 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 so pivotal in, in what that team team was. Um, mm. I think I spoke to you about it, Daniel, off, off uh, Mac. Dennis Rodman yeah. was was basically on his way out of the league, fam. Um, mm. in it, before he got to Chicago, no one wanted him. He was just a, a free agent that no one considered him. Um, Bringing in, he was like a, a weird personality. No one knew what he'd give you on the court, and you know he's already crazy off the court. So you're thinking, well, like, is it worth bringing this guy in? You um, after he left the Bulls, he only played 35 games for the rest of his career. So that just shows that even what he gave you in the last season is is, is crazy. The guy was going yeah. to Vegas, giving you 20 rebounds a game um, in the middle of the NBA Finals. And for me, there's only yeah. there's only one coach that can squeeze all the juice out, out of that kind of a, a fruit, and uh, that's Phil Jackson, man. The way he understood yeah, the personalities, yeah, man. He he was just a G, man. 100%. And even like, even like what I was saying with like just commonly players that live exotic off-field lives, um, they just not that they have an added pressure, but. People don't really know how to deal with him. Like, for example, like Mario Balotelli. I don't think, apart from maybe Jose, maybe you never really came across a, a coach or a manager that knew how to handle him. Well, nah, that, only, that, only he, even he said that if you watch the interview with um with um Omri, if you watch his live hmm. with Omri, he said the only coach that really patterned him was Mancini. I swear. Yeah, he said Mancini is the guy. Him and Jose didn't have a great relationship. Still, 
Oh, for real? It's because yeah, everyone's so used to yeah, the status bro. quo, fam. Everyone's used to a guy that um does his work and and is not really too vocal, doesn't have a big personality. Yeah, exactly. You just want to solve it. Until the complete opposite comes in. Exactly, yeah. you know what I'm saying? When you have a guy that saying. has a huge personality, has a lot to say, yeah. you need a select And guy And that, that's what I'm saying is like, and do you know what it is? Yeah, dealing with people like that is always a gamble because... Facts. In your head, you're thinking like it's like a child, isn't it? Like, yeah, you have to discipline to bring him in line, but at the same time, different people respond differently, bro. And he could affect Dennis the Rodman, teammates. With Dennis Rodman, with him, he has to blow off, every time. He even said himself, every time he does his thing on the court, he has to blow off steam elsewhere. Yeah, like, and he's literally the only person I know, not know, but I've seen that can literally differentiate work and business, bro. I mean, uh, pleasure and, and, and work. And yeah, 100%. Mm-hmm. That's, that's, that's the points that we've been hammering home. And just before I go into my takeaway, something key that I think you made is the, is the comparison between Balotelli and Rodman. Like, these players mm-hmm. that are very temperamental, they show up in big moments. Think about yeah, the, yeah, yeah, the yeah. final against the, um, against the Pacers. Mm-hmm. Was it the Pacers? No, the Jazz. Against the Jazz. Rodman yeah, was yeah. literally sent to the line and he was probably one of the worst free throw shooters ever. Yeah, yeah. And made he, two made, two. he made two out of two. The same goes with Balotelli. The one assist he had for Man City was the biggest assist. The greatest assist in Premier League history. Do you get what I'm facts, saying? So facts. these guys yeah. are, are, are big time guys, man. Big time guys. But yeah, two... Mm. two so, so Daniel, Daniel, me. before you go, oh, let no, me go just... On, go on. Let me give like just two, two um, major takeaways for me. Yeah, yeah. My, my first one is MJ... Didn't really have. I I don't think he really had a rival. I think it's sad that he didn't. No, but yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's the reason why people call him the greatest because he basically had no one to compete with type of thing. Hold on, hold on. I'm not. I'm not using it against him. I'm just saying that if we actually deep it, he didn't have a rival. And for me, for me, the only the closest person to a rival to him was Isaiah Thomas. For me, that okay. was the closest guy that he had to arrive with. And um, I think it's telling that, you know, Isaiah Thomas whipped his ass when it came to playoff time. <laughs> <laughs> Even though Charles Barkley yeah, yeah, won the MVP hey, at that time. Please, Josh, I uh, beg you, yeah, just write <laughs> it down, yeah, and come back to it later. Later. Say no more. Say no more. Say no more. But yeah. Oh, man. Darren is, is, <laughs> <laughs> what is that your last one, Darren? No, one more was just um the one relationship more. that he had with his dad, man. I think that was yeah. huge, man. Yeah, and the Gus, Gus, he had with his father I said it was yesterday. huge. And, and actually, everybody um, needs a Gus. I didn't even yeah, know man. the story that um how how his dad died. I think that was yeah. Oh, no, I knew it. I knew it still. I bro, knew it still. I didn't. I didn't know the didn't story. Know. In that, depth, yeah, like, the one, the one that the one that didn't know was Steve Kerr. Yeah. Oh, I knew Steve Kerr. Fam. I listened well, to. Bro. He was on a podcast with um, you know that new podcast that Ernie does, Ernie and Chuck Steam Room. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. Steve Kerr came on, was talking about that. But the Steve Kerr one's kind of. I And that. I'm even surprised, actually. You know what? Because it links up with Michael's story, innit? I think that's why they went up. Mm. Um, you know they went. Yeah. Steve yeah. Kerr. And bruv, do you know what it is? Yeah, just going off on, on just a very quick tangent before Daniel goes in. I feel like that just. It shows the um, importance of, like, not only as role models, but black role models Facts, in, bro. like, youth lives. Bro. Facts. Because, fam, like, Jordan, yeah, like, his rock was his dad's family. And his dad was always there, fam. Yeah, yeah bro. And you yeah. saw, you saw how, how many things he learned from his dad, fam. He was like how his dad was, like, the, the rationale behind some of the decisions. Like, he always talked to his dad about certain stuff that was going on. Yeah. His mum even said that 
There were things that Jordan only spoke about with his dad. Yeah, bro. couldn't talk to him about bro. other people when his dad was the guy. Exactly, fam. Exactly. Yeah. Fam. And the fam, you, you can you can you can ask, could would Jordan be the player he was without his dad? No, fam. That's, I can confidently say question. no. Exactly. Because even so when they went um in the earlier episodes when he was growing up, remember it was his brother. I'm not sure um his brother's name, but his brother would beat him up in terms of when they were playing on the court and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he, he was always trying to impress his dad. That's why he, he, he always strove to be better than his brother. Yeah. Mm. Well, nah, man. Yeah, bro. I hear that, and man. I hear that. Bro. Yeah. Fam, my takeaways, I think, I mean, I'm steering away from some of the points that you guys have made. Obviously, I have a lot of them written down already. So, I'm mm-hmm. chat- just to give a bit of variety, one of my biggest takeaways is just the guys that MJ stopped from winning the ring practically. Like, there mm. are big time Hall of Famers, big time players who all deserve rings in their own right that big haven't time. won rings. You get what I'm saying? I even big ranked time. them. I actually ranked them. I put number one, Karl Malone, fam. Probably yeah. one of the most underrated guys, I think, to ever play the game. Because this well, you put Karl Oliver Chuck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I put Karl Malone Damn. number one still. I think, I think, I think he is Karl number Malone. Karl Malone, is... career 25 and 10. I think in that's more time, than the madman still. I think in all-time points as well, he's top five, if I'm not mistaken. Second. Yeah, bro, he's a madman. Second, second time. He was, a, he was a madman. And he had two big chances, I think, to really win, like, um, to win a ring, but he just couldn't get over Jordan. And Jordan Shed that the free-throw line, and that's the funny thing. Ex- literally, like, literally. So, Carmelo, man, hold tight him in it. He, he obviously, I think, deserved <laughs> the ring in it, but, fam, to not get one... And Stockton, just, fam, don't sleep on Stockton as well. Yeah, I'm even going to yeah, get John into Stockton. it. Number two, you know, number two, obviously I thought you um, you mentioned chucking it, but number two, I actually put Patrick Ewing because I think Patrick Ewing had the best chance out of all of them to win a ring because he actually, I think it was in episode four where they were talking about the 93 finals where they actually yeah. won the first two games of the series. So they just yeah, needed yeah, a yeah. split when they went to the Bulls. And mm, if yeah. they could get a split, I think he could have easily won a ring. So he was the main mm. man that was probably... The big man, the, the rivalry was like, you could see, fam, Ewing, yeah. It's and Ewing and Jordan were close as well, bro. Yeah, like, yeah. Cool. No, it's not till I watched the recent interview with Patrick Ewing that I actually, think, this guy's actually a cool guy, man. I thought he was some angry fella. Yeah, like, no, he always <laughs> looks angry, innit? He looks angry, <laughs> looks angry. Then number three, obviously, you got Chuck, man, Charles Barkley, man, fam. Shaq always guns him for it, but it's deep in it. Like, <laughs> he actually don't have a ring and it's sad. He deserves one or two. He actually deserves one. Mm-hmm. And that was player, a good man. team, that Suns team. That Suns team, was yeah, good. very good. Yeah, team. it was, it was, it was, it was. Very good team. Number four, I've got John Stockton. Obviously, John Stockton, yeah. man. I think one of the most underrated point guards as well, man. He's a, he's a, he's a top he's quality. A, what? Record is a joke, man. No fam, one's getting anywhere near it. Fam, do you get what I'm saying? Like he was him and him and Malone. I think they complemented each other to a T. Like yeah, proper dynamic duo. Mm. Match made in heaven, man. Match made in heaven. And then number five, I got um, Reggie Miller, man. Yeah, like, I really love Reggie, man. I actually like the. I just like the way he talks, like the way he speaks. Love everything. I, I like that game. team. Fam. I thought I like the team was team. hard. Yeah, the same. I like that team. Very, as very well. industrial. Very, very industrial. And yeah, man, he just deserved the ring, man. He just did. But at the end of the day, Jordan stopped that, and that's that's what's telling, isn't it? Like Jordan's dominance True, was so bro. so. As in, no one got a piece of the pie when Jordan was around, bro. Do you get what I'm saying? And all these guys all wanted just a bit. Just, just the just, him. Just one, bro. Just, just one. one. He said, just do you one. have a hoil? Do you have a hoil? Just one <laughs> a bit. Like, and fam, it just goes to show that how dominant Jordan was. And then my second biggest yeah. takeaway that I think gets overlooked so, so much, so much, so much, so, and it's so annoying that he wasn't alive to give this side of, of the story and his version of events. But organizations oh. 
win championships. And I don't care if anyone wants to tell me that. I know that players and the coach maybe amount to a lot of it. However, if you have a good organisation backing you, well-run organisation from the top, that's the owner included. All that's the, the key ingredient. The that's the key it's ingredient. The key ingredient. It's so key. Um, it's so key. Can't, to I can't agree, man. Organization. I know you I'm, have your bro, chance to disagree in it, but... I'm telling yeah, you. Yeah, this is going to be yourself... a huge debate then, Josh, man, because yeah, yeah, the, sh- yeah. the stuff that Jerry Krause did th- to set Jordan up to. to... Let, yeah, let me even, let, let me just like yeah, even sorry, finish man. that point. Fam, the things, like, like Darren was about to say, the things that Jerry Krause did, yeah, to deliver success for Jordan. I'm not saying that without Jerry Krause, Jordan wouldn't have got success, but I can hands down say without Jerry Krause, I don't think Jordan would get that same level of success. There's a big difference, a key distinction. Jerry Krause put mm. the right pieces in place for me personally for Jordan to su- succeed and thrive. If you look at it like this year, tell me what other great player, apart from, when I think about it, apart from Tim Tim Duncan, who was who had a good team put around him and for a sustained amount of year, years, they had sustained success with the same teammates. I don't think there's anyone else who actually had the same teammates, same team, everything was running smoothly for them. Do you get what I'm saying? Of course, I know there were off-the-court issues. Scotty Pippen with his contract situation, Rodman with his off-the-field antics. Mm-hmm. Apart from that, really, there wasn't really problems, I would say, that Jordan faced in terms of his um, his, his players, the players that he had and the organisation. Like he, he got everything delivered for him. Everything he wanted, he got. Do you get what I'm saying? I understand. He was underpaid for years. I'm... T- take away the pay thing, like forget the pay thing. And, and if we're players, being like, honest, I'm that, about the that is even an advantage when you're talking about on the court because now the money that you're not paying him, you can pay to bring in better teammates. And, and, and then that helps to, him on the court. And Josh, you know as well as anyone, fam, things have to happen in basketball for the perfect circumstances to happen. And sometimes, yeah, I agree, you create your own luck. Look at the Warriors, for example. Curry, mm. I think didn't play the whole of the first year so they had a high pick again the next season if I'm not if I'm not mistaken they were able to then get clay um and because of the money that they hadn't paid they were able to then get KD later on it's just cause things fam, adding up is 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 the same up. it's the same story that happened with the Bulls the um the, the Steph Curry contract Steph Curry was winning MVPs making 11 mil a year and um that's the money that they used to sign KD same way Scotty was mm. one of the best number twos ever. He was underpaid. That's the money you threw up to sign Rodman and Harper and them man there. No, but do you know what it is, yeah? I feel like one thing that the doc didn't highlight is the influence or the role that Reinsdorf had to play for him because he was the ultimate crook, fam. No. He's, always, he's always been stingy. <laughs> he's, always, he's always been stingy. It's difficult and I'm telling you now, if he, wa- if he wanted to pay those players, he could have, fam. It's difficult Trust to all, say that, it? though, because Reinsdorf is the same guy who told Pippin he said it himself, unless he's lying. I'm just going off of what is in the dock. And if Jordan allowed that to go in the dock, then I believe it's true. Fam, he told Pippin before he signed that contract, this is a bad deal. Like, almost as mm. if he predicted where the NBA would would take off and where it would go to. But that's only one deal. instance, though. That don't, you know, this, this um credit Josh's point, I don't think. I'm not saying it discredits it, but I'm saying that when you're talking about or attributing the word crook to a guy, you could have <laughs> let Pippen go. He could he could like you have to then give give him credit for the fact that he was almost like a dad. He gave him advice and he gave him the right advice. 
Oh, I don't say he's like a dad. Hey, don't, hey, what are you talking contract? about? Like a dad, Fam, man. He, he, gave, he gave him. He gave him the right advice. I'm just using the dad. I'm just using the dad analogy. Dad <laughs> gives good advice. Gen- oh, generally, so you're playing. You're playing on emotions, man. Gen- like, come on, man. Come on. Man. Generally, this is no, the same. No, Pippen used the example. He said, "Fam, I needed to take care of my family." So you can't. You can't then blame Ransdell for that situation. I'm just pointing. No, out but I'm, I'm saying as a, team, as a team owner, he was a cheap team owner, man. Like he was, bro. Like yeah, he yeah. was a cheap. He Fam, from when um, if he wanted to get those players paid, he could exactly very easy. exactly. Yeah, the most oh. valuable franchise in the league at the time, bro. He could have got those yeah. players, bro. Paid from when Jerry Krause is saying, "Oh, I want to rebuild," and your team is winning championship after championship after championship, and you're not stopping him, that just shows that winning ain't on your mind, bro. Yeah, no, I fully understand that, man. I, I do understand that, and it's like. The last episode, like we keep saying, we refer back to it because it's the most recent in our minds. But like, it's, it's telling that he then tried to admit that um, he offered Phil Jackson one more year, <laughs> almost mm. the last, the last second. He's trying to throw in so that he doesn't yeah, look yeah, like yeah. a bad guy, especially yeah, yeah, just yeah, the yeah. Mary. to defend himself. The hell Mary, he literally said, "Oh yeah, you can have one more year." Do you get what I'm saying? And mm. it's like you were, like you were saying before. I personally believe because of the way the season turned out, I think the Bulls would have won seven. I think for the Knicks, who finished as the eighth seed that year to make the final against the Spurs, it just shows that the East was probably weak because I think I think number one seed was the Heat with Morning and Tim Hardaway and them guys, and they weren't able to get to the NBA Finals. Mm. So it just goes to show that the Bulls, with Pippen, with Rodman, they would have blown through that Eastern Conference. Do you get what I'm saying? Mm, for sure. So, yeah, man. All in all, though, like, like I said, I think what the doc did for me personally... Especially getting to look into the life of someone that fam, we hear Michael Jordan, Michael Jordan. I would say that before this doc here, or before, let's say three years ago, maybe when I wasn't as much into basketball, I knew yeah. more of Jordan the shoe, the trainer, the brand, than Jordan the basketball. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, you get what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. But now yeah. I've been so, like, it's as if I lived his life with him. Do you get what I'm saying? That's how I was yeah, doing it. Like, that's how I was yeah, watching bro. it. Like, it was, it was proper. Proper like, fam, proper honestly, like the, the guy, like fam, he's one of one, bro. And like I even said this yesterday, fam. Like I'm not someone that's externally motivated. And by that, I mean I can't watch motivational videos and get up and like go. I don't work like that, in it. Like, I, yeah. I have to find motivation with myself to do stuff. In it, I have to want to do it myself. Like, I can't yeah. do all the saucy stuff in it. But Jordan's the one guy I genuinely look at, and I just get motivated by him every single time. Like for me. You can't do any wrong, fam, because... <laughs> no, nah, you know is, yeah, because, like, fam, I just see it as this, yeah? Everything he done was to win. Like, it wasn't for self-gratification. It wasn't yeah. to one day, one day sit down and say that he's a GOAT. It was to win, bro. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like, he always tried to serve a greater agenda that was bigger than himself, man. Mm. Like, I, you can't hate someone like that, bro. You get what I'm saying? No, like, you can sure, sure. try and nitpick on how he done certain stuff and that's fair enough, in it? Like, everyone has their own different styles or whatever. Yeah. But for me, like, fam, like, I, I can't discredit anyone that always aims to serve a bigger purpose, fam. Like, even if you look at the lives of Christians, fam, you don't live for yourself, bro. You live to serve a greater purpose. Mm. I'm, yeah. not that, I'm not saying that I'm not saying that he's Jesus or nothing like that. I'm not saying <laughs> like he's like Jesus. Jesus. <laughs> I'm not saying he's like Jesus or nothing like that. But, um, yeah, bro. Like for me, like someone like that, from you can, can never get any hate from me. And like I always like admire that about him. Innit? Like he was, like he said, fam. There was nothing that he would tell his teammates to do that he wouldn't do it himself, bro. Like you couldn't name a single thing that he asked them not to do 
that he would never do himself. And that said a lot to me. When he said that, that's, that's definitely about for me, that's character. ultimate respect, fam. That's ultimate respect. 100%, yeah. bro. That means he just 100%. wants everyone to be able to elevate to the level that he is on. Literally, it's not bro. about, it's not about individuals. Was... We're talking about a group. Yeah, bro. Yeah. And, I, and, I, and I was chatting to it with, with Dan, I was chatting about it with um, Daniel yesterday. I was like, fam, end of the day, yeah, like, he didn't want it to be a case of, I'm going to carry everyone here to the final destination. But he's like, fam, end of the day, if if things hit the fan, yeah, and I can't do what I'm supposed to do, you must all, like, realise that we're all hungry for this. To, like, we're all as hungry as I am, innit? So yeah. you must be able to, like, lift yourself at that, at that time. Innit? And fam, that's what you've done, bro. And in that Look point... Look at um, John Paxton, Steve Kerr. They're, they're a mirror Bex. image of each other, bro. And I think... Yeah. It serves the same role, fam. In that, in that point that you literally just made, I think I give so much credit, not so much credit, but I give a lot of credit to Phil for that for that uh, mentality mm. that developed in him. Because yeah. initially, yeah. when he was under Doug Collins, he was averaging 37 a game, averaging 32 a game. Um, obviously, built his name. But really and truly, uh, that, that way of playing was never going to set him up to win. That mentality of, I can do it all by myself, put the team on my back, that's not... That's not what was needed to win. Yeah. And um, implementing the triangle, making him understand that his teammates actually can help him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, that was such a huge um, factor in his growth and just developing that mentality that, you know, um, even though I want to win at all costs, I'm not by myself in that, in that you know. Yeah, yeah, just, yeah. A, just, a, just a quick question that I want to... I want to pose to two of you because obviously I, I, I want to take the role of mediator. So just before we wrap up this this first section from our takeaways, the question, I only want one land responses, yeah? Cool. Mm-hmm. If you substitute Scotty for any other number two in the league at that time, does Jordan still have the same level of success he does? I'm just trying to see the importance of Scotty to both of you. Does he have the same amount of success? So the six, the six rings... No, for me, probably, probably not. No, no, no. And what's me. your reason Mate. for that? Just quickly, um, on, Josh. just because I don't, I don't, I'm not saying it's because there was no, there was no one else that was as talented as Scotty, but I just feel like Scotty was the perfect partner for Jordan, in it because yeah. one, he was a facilitator, he was selfless, better defender, um, yeah, 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 great defender as well. And better I just defender. feel like, fam, you could have, you, you, you could choose. I beg you, quiet. You could choose. <laughs> you, you could choose um someone like Hakeem or or um what's his name, Carl Malone. But I just I just feel like they're not they're the not wing that Scotty yeah, is in as well as um as well as he does. Yeah, and no, it's good. Sure. It's great to end on that point. Shout out Scotty, man. So, and as we enter the the next segment, um, obviously I want to lead off from the last question I asked, and the reasoning behind that question is, fam, I think. I don't want to. I don't want to like make it seem like I'm saying that Jordan couldn't have won without Scotty. However, I'm saying that because Scotty fit Jordan so well, like a glove, it just elevated Jordan to to, to a degree. Jordan can attribute some of his success to Scotty, and Scotty's work, his ability to lock up the best. Um, Jordan the best said players, it. Um, Jordan said. Um, when yeah. you talk about Jordan, don't fail to mention yeah. Scotty. Talk about yeah. Uh, no, hundred percent. For me, what 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 was so key about Scotty is he did him on. I, I'll say him and Rodman, but mainly Scotty. They did all the dirty work, 
so Mike could be. You can't Mike. say that. You can't say that. I'm. I'm not. I'm not having wow. that. Sorry. Wow. I'm absolutely not having that. Fam. Wow. You cannot say. They you cannot say. That's unfair. Yeah, that's unfair. No dirty work. Yeah, I'm, not saying, that. I'm not saying 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 Jordan not didn't do any dirty work. We know he's all defense, all of this stuff. But I'm just saying, as far as on a game, being a game by game basis. Jordan didn't say, oh, I have to crash the boards. I have to lock up the best player. No, because no, he no, knows you have to look at what everyone's good at. That. Yeah, but you have to look at what everyone's yeah. good at, though. Because you can say that and That's what I'm talking about. That's what I'm talking about. I, I don't like how you, how you phrased it. Because it made it seem like it was, it was a slight no, on Jordan. I'm not saying part. Jordan didn't do no, any no, dirty no. work. I'm not saying that. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying, yeah. these are the perfect no, guys said- to do, like... The yeah, job yeah, that he yeah. would have been doing, you know what I'm yeah, exactly. Yeah. Essentially, what it comes down to is, and this is what we really wanted to get into the meat of today's discussion, fam. We're obviously um, trying to find a way to lead into LeBron Jordan, and I think what it's telling about Scotty and also Rodman, because obviously Rodman won the last two rings with Scotty and Jordan, is LeBron has never played with a player that's made all. All first team defense. That's just something to point out. Never, which is and crazy, bro. Throughout his, as in never, he's never. And let's and let's, let's mention that teams. the Bulls' defense was the key to their championships. Even though they didn't mention that in the doc, yeah, that yeah, was yeah, the yeah. key. Yeah, before before I let you take the mic and go away with it, fam. That's something big that you need to remember, isn't it? Like LeBron never played with a player of that caliber defensively, in it, and it's just telling that Scotty. Obviously, we mentioned Jordan has nine. Tied with Gary Payton, but Scotty has eight. <laughs> he only has one less. Mm-hmm. So it just goes to show that how important and how integral Scotty was to the defensive abilities of the Bulls. You're forgetting guys like Horace Grant, who was a beast in the field as well. Someone who then <laughs> Rodman again later on yeah. in the second three P. So like I'm just I'm just trying to show that, fam. As much as and this is my stance, so that we get it out in the open and everyone's gonna give their stances and give their takes when it comes to the LeBron. Jordan argument, the GOAT debate, and that's what we're going to get into straight away, is my stance on it is, yes, Jordan is number one for me, and he is the GOAT. However, LeBron is a very, very close second. I hate the way that when the GOAT argument is brought up, Jordan is given number one status, and LeBron is dismissed. It can never be an argument. When did he get over Kobe? When did he get over Kareem? When did he get over Magic? Like, relax. Look at the facts and look at what it is. Like, bro, he's probably one of the greatest basketball players we've ever seen. That's including Michael Jordan. I'm talking about skill set, body type, archetype, everything about him. If we look at it like that, some, like he's a freak of nature. That's what we literally call him. Do you get what I'm saying? So that's something. That's things that we just need to take into consideration and just relax when we talk about dismissing LeBron from the Jordan debate, innit? However, obviously you, man, have very, very opposing sides and very, very um, clear-cut arguments to that. So I want to hear those sides. Josh, tell me why... Jordan is the GOAT and tell me why LeBron cannot be considered the GOAT of the NBA. You know what, yeah? Darren, let him speak. Let him give all his answers and then you go, yeah? So everything he says, just take a mental note, write it down, do what you need to do. Just do not interrupt him, please. (laughs) Six finals. Ready for this one. Six finals, (laughs) six rings, 10 NBA scoring titles, the most in history. Nine all NBA defensive first teams tied for the most in history. The goal, bro. He never lost. There's not a, <laughs> there's not a person walking on this planet that say they beat Jordan. 
in the finals. Not one. There's not one. There's six. <laughs> <laughs> there are six teams of people to say that against LeBron. But listen, here's my thing, yeah? Like, it, the, whole, the whole debate, it literally depends on your perspective and how you see basketball, isn't it? For me. Thank you, thank you, Josh. So, yeah. So, here's my thing, yeah? If we're talking about ability, LeBron is a top three player ability-wise that we've ever seen Grace's planet in it. And there's no denying that in it. Absolutely not. But if you want to talk about, like, this overall greatness in it, the overall package, that includes rings, whatever you want to call it in it. Bro, LeBron is not the GOAT, fam. Like, and... Like it's, it's, it's clear. Like it, for me, there's no debate in it. Jordan is the cook. Yeah. LeBron, given where credit is due, yeah. However, bruv, he just had too many hiccups in his career that when you want to talk about, not even just the Mount Rushmore, but the GOAT debate, yeah, you have to nitpick at certain things, bro. For sure. The Mavs, the, um, the, the Mavs series. How the hell did you allow Dirk? Bro, I saw a video today, yeah. Dirk had a flu in game four of that scene. Uh, LeBron and Dwayne Wade were mocking and they were laughing. Oh, yeah, I've got, I got a food. This is this. They probably <laughs> lost that game and they lost the series, bro. Little things like that, fam. And this is why people always compare LeBron to Jordan, fam. Jordan, one, would never openly mock anyone. And if he was to, he is going to win, fam. Yeah? That's one thing. Yeah. Another thing, yeah, that, and, and maybe we'll see a difference in this after LeBron retires, yeah? You just look at the um, the difference in how people talk about Jordan, talk about LeBron. Fam. Like Jordan's contemporaries feared him, bro. Like we've we've heard many of them in the, in a documentary come out and say it, bro. Like fam, like this guy is the greatest. He was the greatest, bro. Like Bird, Magic, and them and the Dream Team. Like fam, after that training session, like yeah, bro. Like the league's his, fam. Do you get what I'm saying? Like there's a certain aura and fear that people have when they're facing Jordan or when they're coming up against Jordan. Just to cut you, sh- just to cut you short quickly and ask you a question. Yeah. But wh- what about, what about, because I'm, I'm, I'm going off of the thing that you said in terms of like his contemporaries fearing him and whatnot, saying that the league is his. You could argue that Tim Duncan, he had the same conversation with LeBron. He said, thanks for giving me this title. Mm. The league is now yours. And then you could then say the, me- the, the social media age. One thing that the documentary actually pointed out that... Um, that was kind of overlooked a bit was when one of the ESPN reporters was actually saying that Jordan, what actually helps Jordan, especially through the t- tough times that he was going through, was the fact that there wasn't really social media like that. So he didn't have to go through the social media yeah. process and all of that. Yeah. Hold on. So the question that I'm coming, the question that I'm getting to you is that the way that LeBron, or should we take so much away from LeBron because of how different he was? Because you have to consider the circumstances for LeBron coming into the league as the best and the circumstances for Jordan coming to the league as the best yeah. were different, completely you know, different. You know, is, Daniel, like, I even said this to you yesterday, yeah? My thing with LeBron isn't even how he deals with certain things, in it? Because at the end of the day, like, different players have different... How, how would I put it? They have different styles, in it? Personalities, so is it? Yeah, Jordan, yeah. Jordan, Kobe, um, th- their styles are very, very similar, innit? You know what I'm saying? How they go about things, how they do it. Yeah, them, Westbrook. Innit? Yeah, like, the, yeah, the, the yeah, mentality yeah. is all, like, kind of the same, innit? And my thing, I, I said this down yesterday, I was like, bro, I don't have a problem with the way LeBron deals with things if he wins. If he wins, I, you can't say nothing, innit? You know what I'm saying? But the way he goes about things and the fact that his record is under 50%, you have to criticise it, bro. Do you get what I'm saying? Because you see mentalities like Jordan's, 
and they've won, fam, <laughs> consecutively. Yeah. LeBron, you get me, he's just a little, not softer, but it's just a bit different, fam, and it's just, it's, it's not something that we're used to in it, so you just kind of have to pick on it a little bit, man, but, yeah, yeah man, uh, bro, for me personally, I, 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 I just think that when you look at LeBron's resume, there's way too many things to pick at in it. Way too many fans. For, yeah. for a good debate, there's way too many fans. Darren, rebuttal. Tell me why LeBron James, old GOAT James, yeah, is the yeah. GOAT. Tell me why old GOAT James. I'm, I'm, that's what I'm saying. My mentality towards it is not, I'm not trying to prove it to anybody. I speak for myself and why I have the, the views that I have. And for me, LeBron James is my guy. I fell in love with basketball because of LeBron James. I know, um, obviously, Michael Jordan's one of the best ever. He's, his resume is crazy. You know, he is one of the, best, one of the founders of, of basketball, basically. He put basketball onto the map, and I understand that. But yeah. LeBron's my guy, so I'm going to stick with my guy. And um, as far as addressing the GOAT debate, for me, you know, the resume is clearly like Michael Jordan has the better resume. But people like to 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 move the goalposts whenever it's Michael Jordan. If we're talking resume, um, Michael Jordan has a better resume than LeBron. But he doesn't have a better resume than some of the guys in the past. No, come on. Here, don't do not do that. Because you know you that with these things, we look at resume and we take the eye test as well. No, I know, so I know, I know. But I'm just saying, when people resume. address points... <laughs> hey, and Josh, hey, don't in, I didn't interrupt yeah. you. Fair enough, sorry. So I, I, I just put that in there. I like, but, sorry, um, so yeah, it. when people <laughs> address points, in it, it's just they love to move the goalpost. I understand Michael Jordan, 6-0, and oh, yes. But... Let's just maintain consistency. Like for me, it's clear that um, the resume of Michael Jordan is better. As you mentioned, the scoring titles, the defensive first teams. You didn't even mention the defensive player of the year. Um, like Michael Jordan's resume sorry, is, that's, that's is crazy, so many, bro. So many, sorry. It's crazy, bro. Like there's nothing to, to to deny that. But my mentality is LeBron's the better all-round player. LeBron, no matter what you ask LeBron to do, he can get it done. If you say to LeBron, oh, I need you to be a five-man tonight, guard this big man, you know, get me 10 to 15 rebounds and get me a couple blocks, LeBron can do it. LeBron can probably lead the league in blocks if he wanted to for a season. Lead the league in steals. Lead the league in rebounds. Lead the le- what do you mean it's hypothetical? He did it in the NBA Finals. He led the league in the five, all five statistical categories. Is that a hypothetical? Yeah, and that's that's not a hypothetical. Why are you hating? Wait, Why are you hating? Wait, I wasn't hating on MJ. On, let, let I wasn't hating on MJ. Why are you hating on LeBron? No, carry, no, carry on, carry on, carry on, carry on, carry on, carry on. Bear haters yeah, on LeBron, on, man. But um, yeah, fam, that that that's the, as, as, as I said, the, for me, it's not about proving it to anyone else, isn't it? It's just my my uh, perspective is. Fam, I haven't seen a basketball better, better than LeBron James, and I've seen Michael Jordan games. I watched film with Michael Jordan, but. I haven't seen a player better than LeBron James. Michael Jordan's a better scorer. Yes. LeBron, obviously, he's bigger. He's stronger. Um, he's, he's a better rebounder. Better passer of the basketball. Yeah, I give Michael Jordan the edge mentally. But for me, LeBron, he has a different personality. And there's, positive and ben- there's positives and negatives on both sides. It took time for Michael Jordan to understand that his teammates are there to help him. Without Phil Jackson... We don't know what, what kind of guy that Michael Jordan would have turned into. We don't know what he would have been without the triangle. My point is, LeBron never had the kind of, uh, I don't say, yeah, the kind of people mental, around him. Mental, he never mental, had the kind of people around mental, him yeah, yeah, yeah. Than jo- that Jordan did. 
He got drafted by the Cleveland Cavaliers, and we know that's a poor organization. That is literally a poor organization. Okay. Coaching wise, he never had he never had the coaching edge that Michael Jordan did. Teammates, he never had a guy that that complimented him as well as Scottie Pippen. Uh, yeah, man, it's just I, you know I, I don't even right, want cool. to take shots at Michael Jordan. Innit? It's just for me, LeBron's a better all round basketball player, innit? and that's the reason why I take LeBron. Just All before, right, cool. just wait, before wait. you rebuttal, just before you rebuttal, please, please, just before you rebuttal, just to add a bit more to the, just a bit more depth to both arguments in it. Like I said in it, my thing is about um, LeBron being closer to Jordan than people make out to be, and the reason why I said that it goes back to what I was linking to what I took away from the last dance in it, and that's perfect situations, perfect circumstances. Again, like I said, of course, maybe you create your own luck. And like I'm even going to address, if, if I address the negatives of LeBron, I think where the difference comes is, obviously LeBron wants to win, and every basketball player wants to win, but Jordan is ready to die to win. And that's what I've been able to see in it. Me personally, the reason why I pick at LeBron is because, or why I would pick at LeBron is because, for example, perfect example is elimination game against the Celtics. We saw, I think, the best version of LeBron. Like, one of the best versions of LeBron. I've forgotten the stat line for that game. 45, but one 15, of the best and versions. 5. And that's just, that's just crazy. Like, the fact that he was able to go and do that. And it's not like he went and did that against some meaty team, bruv. He went up against the truth, KG, and Ron and Ray Allen. So, like, fam, we're not... And Ray Allen. So, fam, we can't, we can't, we can't look at this and then say, "Oh, mad." We can't just turn a blind eye to it, fam. That is what we're gonna judge you to. That standard we're gonna judge you to. And I think that LeBron just failed to consistently meet that standard. However, however, and that's this is a big however. In the playoffs, you can't even knock the guy. He's one of the, he's if not one of maybe second best playoff player ever behind Jordan, because obviously Jordan has got the six rings in all the finals that he's been to. And I think his teammates have consistently let him down. Like, his teammates have actually let him down. And that's because of the situations he's been in. Someone, some would say that the Heat, yeah, he's, he's the big three. They should have won it. But there's, there's little intangibles that you need to remember. Wade won his ring in his prime around 2006. He was playing with a Wade. He was constantly injured. I think the year that he... One of the rings he, I think he could have even won. Wade was injured for most of the regular season. I don't know if I'm right, Darren, in saying that. I yeah, that was the, um, I think Wade the second was time they faced San Antonio in the finals. Yeah, Wade was injured for literally the whole regular season. The fact that someone could then go back to his hometown and say, park everything that has happened before. Dan Gilbert literally ruined the man when he left. A young LeBron as well. Um, don't forget that a young LeBron went back, won his ring for the city and... Fam, against a 73 and 9 team. He stopped the Warriors from being the greatest franchise of all time. That team, single handedly. And that's because they didn't win the ring. Do you get what I'm saying? Fam, another factor for me, so, another bro, factor for me. I don't I don't even like to use the hypothetical the um hypotheticalness, but I just feel like LeBron never had like he never had the edge that, that a lot of players do get. Like Kobe Bryant. Kobe Bryant got drafted by the Lakers. That is an edge. Instantly, because you know the Lakers are always pursuing championships. You get what I'm saying? So they're going to acquire better players. They're going to go after the best coaches. Do you get what I'm saying? LeBron get drafted by the Cleveland Cavaliers, fam. That's that's one um, bad aspect of it. And the second one, oh, I was thinking of it. Are you done? Yeah, go on, go on. I need to recall. No, 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 100%. Go on, go on. That's just me in it. Like I said, just to, before you, let me set the, set the scene for you. Yeah. Fam. 
there's there's little things that you just need to understand when it comes to okay. winning championships, being in successful organizations, and that's just my okay, thing about cool. it. So I'm just gonna go back to a couple of um Darren's points here about mm. how Jordan had more at his disposal, wouldn't it? Bearing in mind, yeah, the Bulls was Phil Jackson's proper like first proper um NBA job in it. So to say that um Jordan had Phil, fam, Phil had Jordan, bro. Phil Jackson grew with MJ at the same time. MJ drew um, grew with Phil as well. You can say yeah, that about sure. Kobe and Shaq because they had an experienced Phil Jackson. But fam, this was Phil Jackson's first proper coaching job, bro. So you can't move as if like Jordan had an all experienced NBA coach. Nah, bro, this guy, fam. Um, Phil Jackson and and Tech Winters were the were the ones that were really like culturing this. this tr- the triangle offense wasn't even Phil Jackson's system. It was Tech Winters' system. You know what I'm saying? But, but you that's what's key. That's what I was going to say. That's what's key, though. Because yeah, in, yeah, in, in the, the, in the were doc, all learning and growing together as one, fam. So, man, I'm even like, that's, yeah, that, like, um, Phil Jackson was in the NBA 20 years before Jordan. But no, Josh, what's key, wasn't. though, is he had who he wanted. Phil, it's, Phil Jackson was ingrained into the culture. Kraus groomed him, basically. So, he was there for how many seasons under Doug Collins before he two, took over? For about two. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So he was there for about two seasons. Obviously, I know I know the point you're making. Of course, he grew together. So, fam, Jordan more than Phil, hundred percent for mm-hmm. the championships. However, he had the coach that he wanted. That's what and I'm just the saying. coach That's that what I'm the coach that fit him. Do you get what I'm saying? Well, no, I, I do it, hear that. Yeah, but people are moving as if like Jordan had the Lakers, Phil Jackson under like under him. I'm saying that, bro. Like, yeah, yeah, fam, yeah, they, yeah. They were, It was all trial and error at the same time. But fair enough, it all came to get. It all came together. But it's not as if like, yeah. Man had halls of experience before coming to the Bulls. That's not the case, fam. Cool. My second point now is, yeah. you said that um, LeBron was drafted by the Cleveland Cavaliers. Bro, Jordan was drafted by the Chicago Bulls who were pants at the time, bro. Jordan even said in his rookie interview that, fam, true. I want it's the true. Bulls to be respected that like they're 76ers for sure. Lakers. They both were drafted by poor organizations, bro. But, but the fam, thing is, Mario, he made them Mario, great. He made, that, he made the Bulls yesterday. Let him finish. 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 Let him cool, with it. Um... Another no, because yeah. I'll forget my point, fam. I'll forget my point. Okay, cool. You know, I'll that point in it because I'm going to go, go on a different tangent. Go on. Yeah, my only rebuttal to that would be the following year, they hired Jerry Krause and we know all the things that Jerry Krause came with. Mm, but I, I'm saying that, fam, Jordan didn't land on a silver platter, bro, because even his rookie season, he, he came to a bad organisation, fam. No, for sure, for, sure, fair, yeah, yeah. for sure. Fair enough, innit? LeBron hasn't had like the favour that Jordan had in, t- in terms of him landing like a, a, a great GM, but Bro, Jordan didn't get drafted by the Lakers, bro. See what I'm saying? They were both drafted by yeah, four organizations, yeah. man, to begin with, innit? Cool. No, for sure. Um, yeah. Another thing, if people want to talk about what they've gone through in their various careers, Jordan's knocked out the, um, the most 60-win teams in NBA history, by the way. And my point um, to do with that is the fact that Jordan's... People always try to say that in the finals, Jordan never faced competition, but his difficulty was always the road to the finals. The, um, the Pistons... Um, the Pacers, the, the Knicks, fam. His difficulty yeah, always yeah, yeah. came leading up to the finals. So you can say it like it's literally, LeBron and Jordan's fates are in reverse. LeBron always had a cakewalk leading up to the finals, and in the finals he faced hardest competition. Whereas Jordan, on the other hand, his difficulty was getting to the finals, and whoever he did face in the finals was probably easier than who he, he, he faced getting to the finals, isn't it? Cool. Another yeah, yeah. point is that when Jordan was playing, no one had a piece of the pie, bro. When Jordan was dominating and the Bulls were dominating, Danny already um, addressed it in a previous episode or the, um, the previous thing. There were so many Hall of Famers that did not get a ring while Jordan was about. 
in this current era, yeah. all the greats basically have a ring. The only greats that don't have a ring right now I can think of are Harden and Westbrook. Fam. And fair enough, yeah, um, Jordan, I mean, LeBron stopped Harden and Westbrook from, get, from getting a ring and when they were both at OKC, but apparently they were young in it. But now, Curry has a ring, KD has a ring. Like, bro, all these, Dirk has a ring. All these men have rings while LeBron's been on the throne, bro. That's not really dominance, is it? Cool. Another point is to do more like their leadership styles, isn't it? And um, just like, not not necessarily their leadership, but their mentality as well, isn't it? For me, Jordan, since he entered the league, has put winning at the forefront of everything, isn't it? When he got his, um, when he broke his leg, yeah, and he was working hard to come back from injury, the, um, the organisation wanted them to um, not make the players in order, to, in order to, um, for them to get um, the, the lottery, innit? Cool, fair enough. Jordan said, bro, I don't care about high draft picks, bro. Like, I want to win. I want to make the playoffs, fam. His mentality has always been winning, fam, and he will win at any cost, bro. For me, you, you, you can you can rebuttal it later, but for me, I feel like LeBron's mentality has always been to prove himself, in it, to everyone. For example, I remember, like, in the finals a few years ago, they asked him, that was keeping him going, he said, I'm chasing a ghost. Jordan was never chasing anyone. He was chasing rings and success, bro. I feel like LeBron has always made it a point to prove himself to be on a Mount Rushmore and the GOAT. Fam, Jordan has never I said he's a GOAT, but LeBron in, a barbershop, LeBron in a barbershop said, fam, after he beat the Warriors, that he's the GOAT from there, fam. Jordan has never once come out and said that he's the GOAT, fam. LeBron has. I feel like for him, he's always just tried to make a point in it. Whereas for Jordan, bro, if he had to lose an arm to win, he would do it, fam, by any means, innit? Furthermore, in terms of the leadership styles, yeah, I feel like, Jordan's style of leadership is such that he puts so much pressure on everyone else here. So when um, the fire comes in the playoffs, he can rely on them in it. LeBron, on the other hand, and I, and, I, and I do hear that LeBron carries teams, and he does, but at the same time, it's to his detriment as well. Because I feel like LeBron carries them so much here. Like, he almost babies them in it. Do you know what I'm saying? Whereas Jordan, like, LeBron's like a mum and Jordan's like a dad. Like, LeBron babies them so much here to the point that, fam, like, without LeBron, they're flipping useless. <laughs> when... And, and I, I was saying this to, and that's to only in Cleveland, yeah. by the way. Understand that point that you're saying. That's only the case huh? in Cleveland. In Miami, that wasn't in the case. Bro. For, the, for the Lakers, for the Lakers no, as well, bro. You say the Lakers as well, too. Say the Lakers. Bam. Hey, what, Daniel, this year's my Lakers point, team? Yeah. No, last year, last year. Because obviously, LeBron fam, got... was playing with a bunch of five-year-olds, fam. Well, what do you expect? That, hey, um, Darren, this year's Lakers team, yeah. If LeBron was to have got injured in, in say, December, where do you think the Lakers would be right now? But that has to do with the roster construction, not to do with LeBron. If they but, don't sign but, a fam, point guard, the, the, what's LeBron supposed to do about that? If Rajan Rondo but, fam, is your best point guard, what is he supposed to do about that? But this, this, this is my point, though, fam. Like the team is just so heavily reliant on LeBron, fam. Jordan made a case that, fam, even in in the in the in the Pacers um, final, was it in the Pacers? I can't remember, but there was a situation where he was double teamed, yeah, and the clock was running down, yeah, and he dished out to Kerr um, for the um, game winning shot in it. He done the same thing with Paxton, fam. His point was that, bro, I will put so much pressure on you, man, in training and in games, yeah, to the point where when you face pressure from these other teams, you've been through all of it before, fam. I feel like LeBron, he happily takes so much of the burden that when he has to now rely on the other players, they can't pull through because he's the one that's taking all the pressure himself. And I just feel like that comes to his detriment, fam, because, bro, we all know, yeah, that, fam, going to the rim, there's no one in this current NBA that can stop LeBron, fam. That no one at all, in it. And I do understand that he was going to make the perfect basketball play, but at the same time, have some mentality that says, you know what, yeah, I'm going to live and die by my own hands, innit? Cool. If I go to the rim and I get fouled, I'm going to the free throw line. 
I'm going to live and die by my own hand. Quick question, but though. Quick, him, oh, quick question to what? that, though. What, about, what if you were to say now, yeah, you now take LeBron's or Jordan's leadership style and you put it in today's era, does that leadership style really work to you? Like, I think it does because, fam, what, what were you saying to me the other day, fam? You would take um, Jimmy Butler over Paul George. Who would you say Jimmy Butler has a leadership style more to, Jordan or, or LeBron? But the key to that, for to, the key to me saying that is that Jimmy Butler is only getting the dues that he's getting because he's now being put in a situation where he's successful. When he left the when he left um, the Bulls, Jimmy Butler was the problem. The Bulls got worse. When, when he, he left Minnesota. the Timberwolves, um, um, the Jimmy Butler left. The Timber um, Butler is the problem. When he was at the Philly, Jimmy Butler again. He wasn't even no, there. No, 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 no. no. Philly was a different yeah, situation. Yeah, yeah. That's because they, 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 they were winning. That's because they were But they were winning, though. Do you get what I'm saying? They were and that's the winning. only yeah. reason why. And then now he's at... Yeah, but fam... Yeah, yeah, no, go on. No, I was saying now that he's at the heat, he's in the perfect situation. And obviously now we're seeing that, ah, oh, Jimmy Butler, this style works. So maybe it does even add to your point. Maybe the style does work. It would just take longer to reap the rewards. It's maybe because Jimmy it Butler... It only works like, if you're winning. It only yeah. works if you're winning. Um... I, d- I do hear that, but well, apart from Jimmy Butler, could you, could you name anyone that had that same leadership style in, in, in this like modern NBA and didn't win? Westbrook, innit? Russ, yeah. No, but as in, like, was he ever slated for his leadership style? I think he... And, I, and, and do you know what is? Do you know what is? I, me, personally, I disagree. I don't think um, Westbrook had Jordan's style of leadership. If you look at it, yeah, I agree that he had the same style of competitiveness, but Jordan, I mean, Westbrook's team... Like, Westbrook, yeah, and his teammates, yeah... He was always like he never got into beef with his teammates, innit? On the court, he was ready to die for his teammates. Fair enough, but I feel like Jordan would happily beef his teammates if they feel like if he felt like them, they weren't that, going their way. What I'm saying is the time though. So what Westbrook tried to do is use the Jordan mentality on the court. So try to play so hard, so like, fam, you man need to come up to this level. Do you get what I'm saying? But then again, I do hear it because there's both sides to it. Because if you look at his MVP, I, 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 me personally, I don't, I don't think. Westbrook has a Jordan leadership. Yeah, yeah, no, I, I think he has Jordan leadership. Do you know what? I'm even leaning towards the other side. I think he has the LeBron kind of leadership too because even if in, you look at... Yeah, to do with teammates. Yeah, 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 yeah I, I agree. His, more, more so LeBron than Jordan. Yeah, if you look at his MVP year as well, but fam, he literally yeah. said, I'll carry the burden and it doesn't yeah, matter bro, what... Yeah, bro, 100%. Yeah, yeah, no, 100%. I hear it, I hear to dispute that but, um, your point that you made, Josh, yeah, about um, LeBron that tries to carry the load too much, that's completely wrong, fam, because... He's one of the most unselfish superstars you've ever seen, fam. If he's double teamed, he, you know he's given up a rock. Like, let's be honest. No, but um, my, my, my point my point isn't that he's selfish. My point is that, like, Le- LeBron... And the thing is, I actually understand your point, how... But that's why I'm saying how the fact that he didn't have a good GM or a good or, or a system that was built around him, that's, that's yeah. a direct if, effect but, because of that. Darren, Darren, my point literally was, yeah, just that LeBron takes so much responsibility. Like, for example, like, he is the orchestrator in that team, innit? To the point where, if LeBron, like, fam, how many times in Cleveland, or even, like, in, the, in his first year in LA, did you see that once LeBron goes to the bench, yeah, everything just goes down the drain, bro? Like, they have, they can't, they can't take any responsibility for themselves when LeBron's not on the court, fam. And that's my point, fam. We're going to instill the mentality that, that, fam, if I'm unable to do my part, yeah, you, man, must do your part. Steve Kerr, he even said it himself, fam. He's an overachiever, bro. Like, he bought into that mentality of, fam, I have to be the best that I can. So but even though I get three, four I, shots I in the game, I have to know those bro. shots. But uh, another huge part of that is the triangle, bro. The, the, the fact that once Jordan comes off the court, the triangle, the triangle's still the triangle. 
Do you get what I'm saying? You know, you're going to be in the same spots every single time, whether Jordan's on the court or off the court. It's the opposite when it comes yeah. to LeBron. When when LeBron comes off the court, everything changes, fam. Everything yeah. changes completely. Uh, and yeah, man, just before I give Darren the, the final say to just wrap it up, it, like my thing is, yeah, one thing you need to remember about this situation is that, or in regards to the GOAT debate, is that, fam, you can't just... You can't just look at championships and say, because Jordan has six rings, he is the number one and it's the VO and Endo and it ends there. Because that's when you need to go into the finer details. And there's a, there's a lot of fine details that come into it. I think Kawhi and the Raptors proved it the most, that a well-run organisation who are willing to make risky but trades that pay off with, with a good structure behind him can win can win. And I'm telling you, the Raptors, that Raptors organisation is one of the best organisations we've seen with Masai Ujiri pulling the strings. In the league right now, in the league right now, one of the best. So, like, that's what I'm just trying to say. Like, when you want to use championships to, to be your be-all and end-all, you just have to look at the finer details and that's just not fair in, in my opinion because then if you really want to go on just winning and who was the win winningest winner of them all, then we're saying Bill Russell and Kareem. Obviously, we didn't watch them, but then they're the goats then because they won all their lives. You know what I'm saying? So, Literally. Um, it's, it's more than that, but yeah, nah. no, go through. Josh, anything to add to wrap up? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Closing remarks. Yeah, um, no, no, I, I definitely agree. For me, like, it's always been, I, I don't think you can make, I think the GOAT debate is, is such a like, complex debate to where you can't focus on one thing in it. Hence why I at least try and say, like, cool, you know what? Championships, you have to include, you just have to win it because the aim oh, of the game sure. is to win, but at the same time, yeah, yeah, yeah. you have to look at the eye test in it and also other complexities around it as well. For me, LeBron isn't the GOAT, but however, he's on my Mount Rushmore because ability-wise, like I said to you, man, he has something that we have never seen ever. Um, his physique, uh, his passing ability, he's the, he's, the, he's the most gifted pass of the ball we've seen since Magic and literally some guys there literally. Um, and yeah bro, like fam he has he has, he has just a God given ability in it I just believe that Jordan like we've seen other Jordans in it we've seen a Kobe he's a spitting image of a Jordan in it but we've never seen a LeBron before in it in my opinion yeah. and so Facts. he's not the great for me but he's, he's definitely in my, my Russia in it so yeah. I, I, do, I do agree with you there still. Darren yeah, I, I, I agree with everything you guys said and for me it's just relative in it it all depends on the way you see the game um, your mindset, your your personality, it's all intertwined in it because there's no uh, answer to the question. It's all, you know, each to their own. So, um, yeah, man, like, the, the points that we made throughout, throughout this episode, man, have been key. Like, obviously, watching the last dance, Michael Jordan is, fam, he's a, he's a king, fam. He's yeah, a king man. of a guy. Yeah, like, is, man. the guy was a machine, man. As far as his will to win, you know, uh, all of his achievements... Um, just the kind of guy that he is, man. You gotta love it. But at the same time, I I think it speaks to my personality in it because I'm more of a sharer. I'm more of a giver. I'm more of a a, t- a we over me kind of guy, and that's why I'm yeah. Team LeBron in it. Do you know what I'm saying? It's it's a, it's uh. all relative, but um, mm. you know there'll never be an uh, an answer to the question. It's it's all about preference and um, what kind of person that you are. Yeah, nah, very, very well said, man, very well said. But nah, man, just before we finish up the episode, obviously I'm going to create graphics for you guys to see them in detail, but um, 
we're just going to give our Mount Rushmore's before we wrap up and close up for this episode. I think I think it's been really enjoyable, lads, fam. You lot have been engaging. It's been great, man. Good uh, free UA little good, debate. It's been fam, good. listen, this is just a taster for what we got coming if yeah, the NBA man, comes back. Because come playoff time. Listen, I'm, I'm, I'm just saying, you man, you don't even want me to start preparing for these debates. If I start making my notes the day before, and uh, hey, listen. It's love, <laughs> nah, man. Yeah. Fam, so like we said, fam, we're gonna we're gonna give our Mount Rushmore's. I'll, I'll go first, in it. Um my Mount Rushmore. Um I think when you when you talk about Mount Rushmore, you've just gotta have you've gotta have a bit of everything in your Mount Mount Rushmore, mm. in it. And I think that's that's really, really important when it comes down to it. So I'll just go from the top going down. I think Michael for me, number one, then LeBron, number two. Goes without saying, we've already spoken about those guys in depth. I think number three for me is Kareem. Although I didn't watch Kareem, like I was saying before, like the Bill Russell thing, obviously he has the most rings. However, I just think that Kareem, when you have a move that people are saying is the most unstoppable move in the history, in the history of, the of the game, like I think then that, that speaks volumes on top of that. Highest all-time got, scorer. Exactly, highest all-time scorer. So it just it just speaks volumes. Um, obviously, I didn't watch him again, like I said, but fam, you got you got to pay respect where where respect is due in it. And then number four, sure. I got Magic number four. And the reason why I have Magic number four is that I just think the arguments that I made for Magic and even the doc highlighting Jordan giving some time to Magic in the in the documentary, fam, he was a trendsetter. He literally changed the way the game was played. Like he was mm. he was a juggernaut. They talk about his off the field ability, his personality, his presence, and then his on the field. Like he literally, and when I saw this, this made me cement him as number four on my Mount Rushmore. When I realized that he actually won the ring, his first chip as a rookie, and then final MVP, and the, uh, final center, center, that stat line was crazy as well. Don't have the specific number numbers, but that stat line was crazy. Thirty-two, I believe. For, no, 42. 42. 42. And on top of the fact that, fam, he's a rookie. Like, that's what you need to remember. He's a rookie. playing. That's yeah. Bro, another thing that we didn't without mention too Kareem, tough throughout this episode, Kareem. yeah. Them three years in college that these guys spent is a big game changer, by the way. That's just, you know, another nugget that I'll throw in there. Like, three mm. years in college, uh, what, what? that is a game changer. Oh, well, a couple years in college. No, I'm saying his legacy will be different if he come into the league at 21-22. Yeah, I think if he came in at 21-22, he'd have less excuses. Do you get what I'm saying? Like he'd had, yeah. he'd have less less excuses. Still. Yeah, but either no, way, I hear you. I hear you. No, but hear um, you yeah, let me get into Marmont Rushmore, innit? Um, I yeah. like yours, Daniel. Um, the, the the last point that you made about Magic um, winning Finals MVP and winning the ring. This is why Kareem is hurt as well. Like, yeah, Kareem yeah, ain't yeah. even in the game. Like that is super impressive. But um, my Mount Rushmore, same guys. I got um, obviously LeBron, MJ, Kareem. Kareem is 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 a real goat that doesn't get yeah, the, yeah, the credit yeah. that he deserves, man. Donny yeah. won a championship before he linked up with Magic, and he averaged like twenty five and like ten for like fifteen years, bro. Yeah, like his, his numbers are crazy. Even if you watch him in games, fam, he was a a special player, fam. Because they were showtime, but then you could also give him the ball on the block and ask him to get you buckets there. Like, it's crazy. Yeah. But my last guy is mm. uh, is Kobe. Kobe Bryant's my last mm. guy, man. Um, he, I think when people say, "Oh, he's the closest guy that got to Jordan," I know everyone wants to be like Mike in it, but I don't. I don't like 
that um that link. I wanted I like Kobe by himself because what Kobe achieved by himself is, is sheer greatness, fam. Yeah, Twenty yeah. years being the face of the biggest franchise in the league. Yeah. Um one rings with Shaq. People underestimate his value while um, he was winning rings with Shaq. Obviously, Shaq was the guy on that team, but Kobe was getting you buckets. Kobe was winning you games. Like, um, I don't know if yeah. you might have seen the game when Shaq fouled out against the Pacers. Another yeah, Pacers yeah, yeah. He closed it up. Kobe comes in, seals the game. Yeah. And this is a young Kobe. Yeah. Uh, Shaq, he then, he understands that people are going to question me if I don't win it by myself. He then wins another two rings with, with Powell, Lamar, and that crew. Um, yeah, man. Kobe, and the... the, the um. He, for me, he is more skilled than Michael Jordan because he hits tougher shots. There's not a shot in the book that Kobe could. I said more skilled, more skilled. I'm not saying he's a better player. Obviously, Michael Jordan's more skilled that. still. I don't, I don't I think, think he's more skilled than Michael Jordan. I don't understand I think what he's more skilled than Michael Jordan. What does more I skilled genuinely mean? think he's more. Huh? What does more skilled mean? What does he do better than Jordan then? Yeah. What? Kobe hits tougher shots, the footwork. Uh, that's the that's that's the thing. Michael Jordan has the edge because you hear you hear the way these guys talk. It's because when he got in the air, you could not compete. It wasn't about his skill level. It was about when he took the game off the ground. There's no one that can match up with him because that's why they called him Air Jordan, fam. His, nah, his game the, the, was the taking, it, taking us, it to the rim. The, I think the doc showed us his skill level, though. Those fakes, those. I'm not those even fakes, questioning it. His, uh, anyway, it's, it's, it's relative, isn't it? It's relative. It's relative. But I, I definitely think. Um, Kobe was more skilled than MJ, and he's the last guy on my Mount Rushmore list. Yeah. Don't let me see you walking across that zebra crossing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you need to go watch um, on, on Kobe again, bro. Bro, no, nah, fam. Yep. Anyway, hey. <laughs> nah, let's wrap it up, man. Give nah, you're, you're, not, you're not trying rubbish, innit? But I, I just disagree, innit? But. Yeah, yeah exactly. very valid point. I, I do agree that Quig is one of the most skilled players in our generation, isn't it? Um, along with him. Yeah. But um, my Mount Rushmore in order, you guys need to have some respect. His name I'm is intrigued. Michael I'm Jeffrey intrigued. Jordan. <laughs> Michael Jeffrey Jordan. Oh, when yeah, I have my yeah. first three sons, their names are going to be Michael Jeffrey, Jeffrey Jordan. Jordan. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he's one for me. Um, yeah, don't even need to go on about that. Two for me is Kareem, one at every single level, got the most unstoppable move in NBA history. Um, he just won across the board, bruv, like, yeah. scoring-wise, defense. Yeah. Like, From yeah, bruv, like, I'm, bro, blocks, uh, rebounding, scoring. Uh, he's done everything. Like, he, he, as, as a big man, he's literally the most all-rounded big man ever, in really. it. Like, longevity as well. Like, yeah, he, for me, he has to come in at two, in it. Mm. Yeah. Three for me, LeBron. Um, not based on championships, but just based on the skill, the ability. He's a, he's a, so, he's he a basketball a savant. He's a savant. Savant. He's the basketball savant. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I feel like God definitely took his time in making LeBron in terms of basketball, bro, because yeah. he is something different, bro. Like completely different. Um, yeah. You can't you can't replicate what he is and what he does in it, in my opinion, bro. Um, yeah, I just feel like if you just had a bit more luck and a better mentality, he may have been higher in it. But at the moment, <laughs> rah, rah. Um, Low four blow. for me, four for me, um, 
Magic Johnson, bro, for the reasons that obviously Daniel's already said. But um, yeah, yeah like, obviously Magic is another one that I even had to go back and like do some research on, bro. And fam, different level, bro. Yeah, like, man. Six seven point guard, bro. Like yeah. now I'm not six. Eight, like, he's, six looking nine. He's, he's, he's looking over everyone. Six nine, six nine point guard. He's looking over everyone. Six looking nine over point everyone. Guard. Deep it. Six nine point guard on bro. the break. Like, fam, well, like, the control of showtime. Bro, Time. Showtime Lakers, fam, like the orchestrator of Showtime Lakers, bro. Yeah, man. You get what I'm saying? And obviously, to go through what you went through with the illness and that, and to come back and. Yeah. Yeah, bro. I just think he's he's just a guy, man. Like, yeah. you can't hate magic, bro. Literally. You know what I'm saying? Um, honorable mention to, like, some of the guys that didn't make it. I think Kobe. Yeah. Mm. Wait, hold on. One sec. Uh, I think I lost my. Yeah, name. definitely Kobe still. I can't lie to you. He's, he's, he's Kobe is one of those guys that, like, without, like, he's just literally. I don't like even the narrative that he's he's um, the closest thing to MJ. Closest thing to MJ. Do you get what I'm saying? Like, Kobe I don't, is. Fam, I don't like it. Kobe, Kobe in himself is a, don. Is, is an entity, fam. Yeah, Kobe is a don man. Like, he is literally one of those guys that fam. With his skill level, like you were saying, obviously I don't agree as well, but yeah. with his skill level, Kobe is one of those guys that are, is just great, man. Like, in his own right. Like, man, what actually, he's a bit hey. of a LeBron. He won rings without, with a very, very average squad as well. Like, Paul Gasol was the next best player on his team. Do you get what I'm saying? Yeah, don't sleep on Paul Gasol, though. No, I know, I know, I know. But, fam, when Paul Gasol was the second best player on your team, like, you know that, fam, yeah, the main yeah. guy Kobe did a lot of the Kobe definitely carried the, um, the load. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But no, don't 100%. see, Lamar Odom was a beast on that team as well. Yeah, man. Metal World Peace hitting big shots exactly. as well for them, man. Nah, it's, it's definitely one of those things that, yeah, Kobe Kobe is just a great guy. Do you have hey, any but other... to go... Yeah, oh, go on, Josh go on. No, 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 no. Just to go on. back to the... I hope you, man... I know you, man, seen the clip when um, Michael Jordan said, um, Kobe's the only guy that can beat me on one-on-one. <laughs> yeah yeah there's no, a reason why he said that he said because he stole all my moves and then Kobe added to it that, that's why Kobe has the edge for me in it but honourable mentions for me I have to mention Shaquille O'Neal ah yeah Shaquille, Shaquille O'Neal, O'Neal beast, man. fam the He's most dominant player we've seen fam yeah yeah no, 100% but nah fam today's been a great episode love to you man love to Josh especially love to to Darren, obviously we're bringing the same content, bringing the same quality every every single week for you, man. Last Dance, man, really inspirational stuff. One of the best sports documentaries of all time. Not gonna lie to you, like it's just it's just great, great to watch, great insight. Obviously, me and you, we can't wait for the LeBron doc. That doc is gonna be serious, still, bro. Can't that lie LeBron to doc is going to be very serious. It's gonna it's gonna, it's gonna bring me to tears, man. Trying to see old good James, but nah, man. Today's been a great episode. (laughs) Great episode. Make sure you you get back to us and and tell us your your opinions, innit? And what you think about everything that we've discussed today. And make sure we've got some lives, good lives coming with you. We've got Mo from Sky Sports. Darren will be going live with Mo from Sky Sports Um, on Friday. That should be a good one. Nice little little late one. I think tomorrow I'm going live with... um, one of United's biggest fans, Terry Flewers, the top, top United fan. So it should be another good life for you, man, to, to enjoy. So, yeah. We appreciate out, man. Josh for coming on, man. Josh, appreciate um, your insight. You know, we love having you on and um, the, the, the debate is appreciated. Yeah, say no more, man. We out, man. We out.